Let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. I'm very sure that many of us, without opening our Bible, can tell me what that passage says. But let's open our Bibles. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. If you are there, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I read. It is in the beginning. God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning. God did what? This morning for a few minutes, the topic I'm going to share with us is God of the beginning. What's the topic? God of the beginning. The Bible, the passage we have just read says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And that simply tells us that the God of the beginning is a creator. Is that not so? He is what? The Bible tells us in John chapter 1, from verse 1 to 5, says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. How many things? All things were made by him. And so that there is no confusion. The Bible says, without him was not anything made that was made. I mean, there is no ambiguity to that. Is that not so? In him was life. And the life was what? I want somebody to mention that. In him was life. And the life was? The light of man. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. In other words, the light that was in him. The light, I mean, the, this light that became the light of men. The light in him that became the light of men. That light shines in darkness. Darkness cannot overcome it. That tells me something about someone here today. That it doesn't matter how deep the trials that you are going through. It will not overcome you. Amen. Somebody does not believe that. Amen. I say it will not overcome you. Amen. In fact, it cannot overcome you. Amen. Because the darkness comprehended not the light. Jesus has laid an example for us. He has gone through it. So that we can stand and say, My father has experienced this. He came out victorious. Your father is a, victor is a victorious one. Or maybe I should say, your father's name is Victor. Yes. Does somebody believe that? Yes. Tell somebody, my father's name, my father's name. is Victor. Yes. And you can maybe have English people say, my father's name, my father's name. is Victory. Yes. He can never be defeated. That's what the Bible is telling us. Darkness comprehended it not. And I'm trying to bring out something there. When the Bible says, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, we are told that the name that was used for God there is called Elohim. Elohim. The God that creates. You know, there's so many different names used for God in the Bible. But we are told that this name Elohim is the name that is most used for God in the Bible. And brethren, there's a reason for it. And we'll come to that very simple reason later on. Because somebody will not live here today until you've received your own creative miracle. Amen. 
Because our God is a creator. And there is something he needs to create for you. It shall be created in Jesus' name. That passage tells us, in, I mean, in, in, in John, it said, In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The life in Jesus became the light of men. No wonder. At the time of creation, the first thing that was created is what? It's light. The first thing that was created is light. In Genesis chapter 1. Verse 3, the Bible says, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God did not create any other thing on that day but light. God saw that the light was good. And it divided the light from darkness. And he called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. So that tells me something, brethren. Jesus is the light of the world. Is that not so? Yes. He said so. We're going to come to that passage. So the light he created, the light he first made, is an, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a portion of him. It's a part of him. That light is a part of him. That he used to, uh, to, 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 to set things in motion for you and I. And that's very important. We talk about time. Do you know that when we get to heaven, this issue of time will be no more? Do you realize that? When we get to heaven, your wristwatch will be useless. In fact, I don't think your wristwatch will go as far as getting there. Because you have no more need for time. It is eternity, brethren. Eternity with God. You will get there in Jesus' name. Well, I think people that go to hell, they may still need wristwatch. Yeah. They will be still because they will be looking at their resource that ah, when will this thing be over? When will this be over? Unfortunately, the resource will be useless. There's no, there's no uh, fireproof resource. There could be waterproof resource. But there is no resource that can withstand the fire of hell. Because even this body that we have cannot withstand it. That's why the Bible says we shall what? We shall be changed. Unfortunately, some people will be changed so that they can suffer forever. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. But we shall be changed that we may enjoy forever. You know that hymn that we sang? It says, when we all get to heaven. When we do what? All. I love the word there, all. That is to say, everybody seated here today must do what? Don't don't tell somebody, don't spoil our equation. That song says, when we all. No, maybe you should ask your neighbor, are you going there? there. Somebody is not asking this to our neighbor. Say, are you going there? It says, when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. Oh, you now see why I said your father's name is victory? His victory will be our portion in Jesus' name. So he created light. He created time as an extension of the first day of creation. On the fourth day of creation, the Bible says he created the light to rule the day and the night. So he created sun. He created moon. 
And brethren, without those creations, do you know that the places that are inhabitable, I believe that's the correct English, the places that presently are not habited, one of the reasons is that either they are too far from the sun or they are too close to the sun. We are just perfectly located in distance from the sun. Is somebody with me this, this morning? God created the light. So, remember we started from saying that if Jesus is the light, then the light that he created, his first creation, is an extension of himself. And that is why when he created the sun, the whole universe revolves around what? The sun. I'm sure we all know that. The whole universe revolves around the sun. Any planet that is too close, that is closer to the sun than we are, it cannot be inhabited. Those that are farther from the sun than we are, they are too cold to be inhabited. The sun makes the difference because the sun is an extension of the light that emanated from Christ himself. No wonder the Bible says in Malachi chapter 4 verse 2, Malachi chapter 4 verse 2, he says, Unto you that fear my name, shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves in the stall. I speak to somebody here today. I say you will go forth. Amen. And I say you will grow up. Amen. There are approximately five months to the end of this year. I say you will go forth. Amen. And you will grow up. Amen. In other words, when this year is over, you will not be the way you are today. Amen. And you will not be worse off for it. Amen. If Christ studies, you will be better in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, if Christ studies, you will be better in Jesus' name. Amen. The Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. And he's here in our midst today, brethren, with that healing anointing. And somebody here will be touched in Jesus' name. Amen. God demonstrated his creative power in the creation of all things that man needed before he created man. Isn't that wonderful? God thought, what are the things that man needs? And he put them together. He set them in their proper place before he now created man. The first blessing that was released in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 1. From verse 20 to verse 23. The first blessing in the Bible was released on the fifth day of creation. And it was released upon the products of the waters. I'm sure we have read it often and often. Do you know that the birds of the air, the Bible says they were, they, they were, they were, brought, they were created from the water? The fishes, the whales, all the lights in the water. And the fowls of the air were created from the water. The Bible, the God just said, let the waters bring forth the birds of the air. And it was so. And so God released a blessing in verse 22. He said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters in the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. That was the first blessing that was released in the sequence of creation. The second blessing that was released was released on the sixth day. And that was a blessing that was released upon man. That was released upon who? Who is that man on which God released a blessing? When we say man here, it will mean both man and woman. 
So let me ask you, who is that person that God blessed on the sixth day? If you are sure God blessed you on the sixth day, let me see your hands raised up. Receive your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, receive your blessings in Jesus' name. Unlike the blessing on the fifth day that God says, be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters, fill the air. The blessing on the sixth day went a step further. And says, replenish the earth and subdue it. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Replenish the earth, subdue it. Have dominion. Tell somebody have dominion. As if we say have dominion. You see, have dominion over what? The fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and every living thing that moveth upon the earth. You see, God now gave man dominion over the things he blessed on the fifth day. Is somebody with me this morning? God now said, I have created some things for you. I have empowered them to multiply. But I give you dominion over them. Tell someone I have dominion. That's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in all things, by what? By prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. Do what? Make your request known unto God. That's all you need to do. Prayerfully and thankfully. Tell God what you want. But be anxious for how many things? Nothing. And brethren, nothing means nothing. Tell somebody, don't be anxious. Many times it looks as if the, the heavens will fall. It looks as if the worst has happened. Oh, it looks as if there's no life after today. But brethren, tomorrow the sun will still rise. Tomorrow there will still be rainfall. Tomorrow the grass will still grow. The only thing that can stop tomorrow from being tomorrow is if Christ decides to come. If Christ does not come, brethren, no matter what your situation is, that situation cannot terminate your life. Tell somebody that situation cannot terminate your life. In fact, I have an assurance for someone here today. You will see the end of that situation. I said you will see the end of that situation. The, 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 the perfection. The Bible says when God finished the creation of man on the sixth day, man was the crown of his creation. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, that's Genesis 1, it was very good. Tell somebody, I am, very good. I am very good. Somebody is not sure. Tell somebody, I am very good. Am very good. Now tell the person, you are very good. Are very good. See, everything that God created, everyone, every man, every woman, he created them to be what? Very, that's why the Bible says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul know it. Don't, why, don't you realize? It's because you are so good that the devil is after you. But he cannot get you. Amen. I say he cannot get you. Amen. If you were not good at all, he would not waste his time on you. But because God made you very good with wonderful plans that he wants to destroy, he wants to see that he gets to those plans. But I have an assurance for someone here today. The devil will not have his way. Amen. I say he cannot have his way. Amen. You must once in a while stand up whatever you are going through and say, I am a wonderful creation of God. I am an excellent creation of God. You must once in a while stand up and say, Satan, get thee behind me. You must once in a while stand up and say, Satan, you cannot have your way in my life. 
glorify the name of the living God. Once in a while, just wake up and begin to shout hallelujah. I want somebody to shout hallelujah this morning. Somebody that knows that his God is the living God. Shout hallelujah this morning. Somebody that knows that he or she is victorious. Shout hallelujah this morning. Someone that is sure that he or she serves a living God. Shout hallelujah this morning. Someone that is assured. That is assured that this heaven we are talking about is for you and not for someone else. Shout hallelujah this morning. Your shout will defeat every world of Jericho in your life in Jesus' name. Yeah. One final hallelujah that will defeat the world of Jericho. Shout hallelujah this morning. Hallelujah. It is done in Jesus' name. God, you can have your seat. God bless you. Do you know that God still creates? Do you know he's still in the business of creation? The devil marred God's original creation. He wanted to destroy it. But you know one good thing about our God? He's always a step ahead of the enemy. That's why we need not live in fear. Bible scholars tell us that in the Bible there are 360 what fear not. 365. One for every day. One fear not for every day of the year. Tell somebody fear not. Fear Your God is ahead of the situation. He has gone ahead of the situation. He didn't stop creation on, on, I mean, he didn't stop creating things for you on the sixth day. How do I know that? How do I know that? In Genesis, I mean, in John chapter 9, in John chapter 9, from verse 1 to 7, the Bible tells us of a man that the Bible says he was born without eyes. Amen? Amen. The Bible says in John chapter 9, verse 1, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And the disciples, because of their short-sightedness, because of their limited understanding, they came to Jesus and said, who did sin that this man was born blind? And Jesus Christ said, nobody was, nobody sinned. Neither his mother, nor his father, nor Paraventor could he have sinned in the womb. Nobody sinned. But the situation is that the name of the Lord might be glorified. That the works of God should be made manifest in him. I pray for someone here today. The works of God will be made manifest in you. Amen. I said the works of God will be made manifest in you. Amen. Whatever be that situation, I pray for you this morning. The works of God will be made manifest in you. Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Now look at the statement that Jesus made in verse 5. He said, as long as I am in the world, I am what? I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And that's very important. The light in him was amplified at the beginning of creation. At this point, Jesus was going to create the eyes that this man was lacking. And he emphasized that fact again that I am what? I am the light of the world. The same way I created light before I made every other thing at the beginning. I am giving you that assurance that because I am the light, I still create. Our God is still a creator. The God of the beginning is still a creator. The Bible says, just as the Bible tells us that when God made man, he made him out of clay, that Jesus Christ spat on the ground, made clay of the spiritual, and anointed the eyes of that blind man with clay. And he told him, go and wash. 
And the man went and washed, and he came back saying, the creative power of God was at work in that man. That creative power will have been for you today in Jesus' name. There was another, another blind man in Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8 from verse 22 to 26. Mark 8, 22 to 26. The Bible says, He came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, led him out of the town, and he spat on his eyes, put his eyes hands upon him, and asked him, what did he see? And the man made a statement. The man says, I see men as what? Now, this man is blind. How did he know what trees look like? Is somebody with me this morning? This man is blind. How did he know what trees look like? Why did he not say, oh, yeah, I'm seeing men, uh, but I'm not sure, maybe I'm not seeing it very clearly. But he was able to say, I see men like trees. Why? Because he was once, he once saw. He once did what? His eyes were once effective. Something happened and he became blind. And so this day, he met the God of restoration. You will meet the God of restoration today. Amen. This day, he met the God of a new beginning. This day, he met the God that has made up his mind to start things afresh for him. That God is here today. And he wants to start things afresh for you. Amen. I say he wants to start things afresh for you. Amen. You will experience him today in Jesus' name. Amen. You will experience him today in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, he is not just the God of the beginning. He is also God of the end. That's why in the book of Revelations, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last. The beginning and the ending. In four different passages in the book of Revelation, we see Jesus making that declaration. But I want to look, look at the one that is in Revelation 21. In Revelation 21, verse 6 to 8. Revelation 21, verse 6 to 8. He said unto me, It is done. Tell somebody, It is done. It is done. As if we mean to say, It is done. Now, put your hand to your chest and say, It is done. It is, done. It is a self that what do you say? A self fulfilling prophecy, Abby. You are prophesying to yourself. <laughs> that pronouncement you are making will work wonders in your life today. Put your hand to your chest and say, It is done. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. He said, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is the first of the fountain of the water of life. How? What's the word there? Freely. Freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God. And he shall be my son. I will be her God. And she shall be my daughter. Then the Bible tells us some people that will not make it. It says the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all what? It doesn't say only... Uh, uh, black liars. So. It doesn't say only red liars. You know, they will say some people are blue collar liars. Some are white collar liars. Some are gray collar liars. The Bible says which liars will, will make it? All 
all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Yeah. That will not be my portion in Jesus' name. Yeah. That's why we sang that song that says, when we all get to heaven. Will you get there? Yeah. Will you get there? Because if you continue to live, uh, 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 to live with, uh, what do they call it? Academic lies. You are jeopardizing your, 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 your ability to get there. To get there. He said the fearful will not get there. Why? Because brethren, fear and faith cannot live together. True or false? You are either a man of faith or a man of what? Fear. And if your life is based on what you see, you are living in fear and not in faith. Because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. If you are like brother, is it brother Andrew? That says unless I see his hand. Or Brad Thomas. If you are like Brad Thomas that says I must see where they put the nail in his hand before I believe. You are not living a life of faith. You are feeding your eyes. <laughs> and the Bible says the fearful will find themselves in the lake of fire. Why don't you? I want to challenge you this morning. I want to say to somebody, dare to believe. Tell, tell your neighbor, dare to believe. As if we say, dare to believe. Dare to believe. The, the promises of God for you in the scriptures are for you to just believe and it shall come to pass. Just believe. The creative force of the Lord will work for you. Somebody does not like that prayer. The creative power of God will work for you. Amen. The God of the beginning is the God of what we call the new beginning. Is the God that can turn things around for you. Is the God that can give you a new song. Is the God that can make you to stand and say, Ah, come and see what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in our eyes. It is God, it is the one that can make that man to say, One thing I know. Either you say, whatever you could say he is, I don't know. But this I know. Once I was blind, but now I see.